You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. All right. All righty. Good, Good morning. morning. Cheerios. Made it through another week. Woo. Cheers, Monero fam. Cheerios, cheerios. Good morning to everyone. How's everyone doing? Happy Saturday. Beautiful Saturday. It is a beautiful Saturday here. We got to get outside. Yes. Except I'm still hobbling around. Yeah. Tell everyone how, give us the ankle update. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> I stopped making progress. I'm, I'm moving backwards now. Oh. May have to get surgery. Yeah. Try to do it before Monerotopia. Wedding. Yeah. I don't know how that, that's going to go about, but maybe you'll get a, you'll have a speedy recovery. I hope so. I hope so. Be positive. You I know. am I'm positive. I'm positive. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? What's uh, the small talk? Let's do some small talk. Let's do some small talk. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, an update on uh, on our conference, right? Monerotopia. Oh, yeah. I want, want to bring it up. Yeah, I'll bring it up right now. We're very excited um we got a new sponsor right yes yeah. we did we did we did we did i'm trying to share my screen here guys bear with me but uh yeah we're really excited we have now a uh, cake wallet in the mix so we have two now we have coin cards and cake wallet so we're really excited about that um guys if you haven't bought your tickets yet Please buy them now because uh, the prices will be going up soon. Um, yeah, yeah, we're getting we're getting anybody who buys a ticket, so you could pay in any crypto right now, uh, then it gets auto converted and sent off to us as Monero. So we've lost some we've lost some dollars <laughs> since starting this as of this morning with the uh, the price plummeting, but that's okay. That's Monero Monero only Monero always. Um, but yeah, you can pay in any crypto, get sent off to us in Monero. We use now payments. Uh, I think we went over the speakers last time. Uh, we have a few more that we're talking to. And I expect, oh yeah, actually we have somebody, but I'm not ready to announce them yet. Right? No, not yet until they confirm. We not can't do that, announce. but there are a few in the mix and we're really yeah. excited about it. The, the daytime is going to be legit. It's going to be Monero con style is what we're hoping for so some high level talks obviously super monero focused nighttime nobody's reached out to try to be uh <laughs> maybe the people are waiting till last minute because like a speaker for the nighttime sessions we'll see how that goes i'm sure you'll we'll get one or two uh we could always move more daytime speakers up there too 
yeah we don't have a lot of people that want to come out but i think but i think we still very early yeah it's still early people are just last minute like probably a week before they're like yeah i guess i can go but it would be cool to see like you know have one or two uh after dark speakers that we don't know who they are and they're signed up and they reserve maybe they're working on their their talks and yeah for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about so we have the after dark speakers so daytime speakers are curated um we select them people have been reaching out to us for that as well actually yeah if you want to reach out to be a, a daytime speaker and think you got the chops for it you have some good monero focused thing you want to talk about please do reach out especially if you're a developer or a researcher we'll continue to put the word out more officially uh, and then we have the after dark speakers where it's basically anybody can can sign up. You reserve yourself with Monero. Uh, I think we we're asking for two Monero. Um, and that's all. We don't really ask for any info, just your email. And we, you know, just have some guidelines there that you come up and you talk about free speech money. But besides that, the floor is yours. And we're doing that because of the whole Chris Sky debacle. <laughs> So Which we don't want to get into there's that no way to, to censor anybody <laughs> during the after dark section. Yeah. So if you want to come be a speaker, by all means, please do. It's pretty easy. Just book yourself. Just go to Meritopia.com. And yeah, excited <laughs> to have Cake. And Cake reached out to us. Um, we were obviously thrilled to have them, have them as a sponsor. They had a tough week this week with one of their announcements. It hit us hard a little bit too, but um, the way uh, Vic handled it and Kate handled it was, I thought, amazing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit on the show. But basically, I, I had Vic on this week. We released the episode a few days ago. I liked what he had to say. Um, so we're happy to continue to be partners, essentially, with Cake. It's sponsored by Cake. We, um, as we've always said, I mean, they, they do amazing things for the community. We'll get into a little bit uh, with their what their plans are now with uh, Zcash versus the Multicoin wallet versus the Monero only <laughs> wallet, or you could watch the show I did with Vic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that's basically it. They're looking to build three wallets three now. Wallets. So there was. I some... think it calmed down the community because obviously they went kind of haywire. Yeah, with putting Zcash into the Cake wallet, uh, pissed a lot of Monero maxis off. Just a bit. Just a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm a Monero Maxi. Yes, so you're excited about the. So I love the fact that now it's it's evolved into there being a separate wallet for Monero that's going to be focused on. And uh, Vic has said he's Monero first. He always has been. He still is. And they're going to make that their priority is um, building out the separate Monero wallet, which is, I think, good news. Definitely. Definitely good news. And excited to see that they're working with other, you know, other projects and they're doing it in a way that I don't think is is diluting the Monero Monero project. And at the end of the day, guys, it's it's a free market. We get into this with Vic. I, I recommend you watching that. But, um, you know, Cake is free to do whatever they want. Uh, we're happy to promote them as something we use because we, we truly do use it. And uh, there was concern there with... Zcash being involved, but I like I like the end result here, um, and I am excited more than ever to use something that's just purely Monero. So I can't wait till that releases, and that's going to be in the next few months. Few months, yeah. So which is nice. So we're excited about that. So we'll cheers. Have your Monero only <laughs> wallet coming soon. Yeah. So yeah. So 
thank you, Cake Wallet, and thank you, Coin Cards, for uh, sponsoring the conference. Thank and you. Again, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go get them now because the prices will be going up shortly. We will be leaving yeah. early adopter or early bird, whatever you want to call it. We call it early adopter. <laughs> early adopter phase. We'll be leaving that soon. I don't know how. I don't know when, but soon. Soon. Stay tuned. And then it goes up to what ninety nine bucks or something? Right? Uh yes, ninety nine bucks. Yeah, right now it's only fifty nine. Yeah, fifty nine. So go get your tickets today, my friends. Uh yeah, and I guess you want to talk about our social media. Like we put that social media post last week, and we got a lot of love. Yes, a lot, a lot of love. So a lot of just, people reached out to help out. So we were really excited about that. Yeah. So we yeah. Sp split it up into a bunch of different tasks, and then we're basically. Tipping, paying people based on task completion. Uh, we'll see how that works out. I think we came up with a pretty good yeah, game plan. We did. And the people are awesome. And we're looking forward to uh, working with them. So, yeah. yay. <laughs> Which leads into our guest, I'd say. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Um, but I guess before that, let's do the price report quickly. Usually do that first. <laughs> let's do the price report. Let's do the price report. Oh, I'm still Mike, we're going to leave you hanging there for a minute. For just one more second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, uh, the Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges, buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer to peer. Woohoo. So now we have a, a fungible. How's it going? Hi guys. Oh, all good. Good morning. Good morning. Again, good morning. Sipping, this, sipping a new coffee with the same Monero. Yes. <laughs> So uh, thanks okay. for joining us. So. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, all right. So let me get started for today. So this is the third price report that we have. Can you see my screen? I've already shared. Yes, okay, no, I just shared it. So I've got a movie last time. So uh, just to begin with, just to uh, talk a little bit about market, market sentiment, because you got, everybody's seen what happened. There was a whitewash in the markets since yesterday. Uh, everything fell down by 20%. And uh, we could kind of see it coming because uh, all the levels of, uh, you know, the, the main currencies were, were being breached. They were now we also had some uh, new uh, developments around the world, which was like one was Evergrande, which was, uh, you know, they, they have a 300 billion debt. And uh, they were unable to make like one of the payments yesterday, I believe. Uh, and there was like this. Uh, tussle between the Chinese government and them. So that's also one thing just to keep in the back of the mind. And the stock market also is uh, in a kind of a correction and it's sub sub testing its support levels, the S&P 500. S &P 500. Um, yeah, so those were the things. So let me just take us to... Uh, let me just start with something called the greed and fear index. We have in crypto. Usually check this one. So as we see right now, uh, you know there was a, a lot of greed in the in the in the markets last week, uh, with with really high um, you know this estimate from zero to hundred. And now it is we people are in extreme fear, thinking that a hey, bear market is going to. Uh, you're breaking up. Hello. Hello, hello. But this is you're breaking up a fungible. Oh, fungible, we're losing you. We're losing you. 
Um, is, should I connect back or something? No, no, no it's I think you're fine better now. now. Yeah, I don't know what, what happened there. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Keep going. I have to share again. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I can jump you on. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. So, so as far as the um, greed and fear is concerned, we are actually in the uh, lower bounds you see here. Uh, we are in the index of 25, which is basically, you know, we're in extreme fear of sorts or not really there, but we're getting there. And usually what happens in the cycle is it's always bounces, bounces between something like 10 and 90. 90 being the extreme where there is euphoria and 10 means it's it's so we're getting there. So it's, it might be a good time to accumulate per se. Um, yeah, so also the S&P 500 is testing the, the low levels, which is like the support is around, I think, 4,200, if I'm not mistaken. So if we get there, we either bounce back and we should not break that. Um, and also, I think I have something more to share on this. Uh, I think there is also something called the, the funding levels. You know, a lot of people are going long on the market. Um, so there's something called positive funding level in derivatives. Uh, that is to say a lot of uh, traders have taken long positions on their, uh, on their Bitcoin positions or, 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 or you know, the, the, the crypto positions. And the funding sentiment, funding rate was actually quite positive. That means uh, traders are paying a premium to uh, keep it open. So there was a sense of euphoria. But yes, after yesterday's correction of around 20%, uh, you know, that part has been reset. So that's uh, in a way a good news. So let's just do jump back on the charts. Uh, this is the Bollinger Band, as you can see from the from the charts. And we are actually testing the the, the lower levels over here. Uh, which is actually, uh, you know, an indication that we should bounce back a little bit. And this is also the the RSI indicator is, is, is being on the oversold level. So we should kind of see a, a bounce back. Um, this is also seen, this I drew, uh, if you remember last time that I had mentioned uh, the, let me go to the weekly chart. Uh, we were around, oh, sorry, this is the Bitcoin chart, I think, I need Morero chart, so this is fine. Yes, so we were at the uh, levels of around 180, which was the previous, which was the next level of support after breaking around the, the 220 uh, price levels that we had, which was a, a good support. So this has been broken. And the, of course, the next level of support would be uh, somewhere around, uh, 120 but we don't want to get there of course uh let me check it's around it's around 120 but we don't want to get there of course because we're already in the oversold territory so it all plays out how bitcoin plays out in the coming time so i have another interesting chart that i just want to share on a daily time frame um we have something called the I don't know, the screen is a bit slow for some reason. Is it smooth for you guys, just to see? Yeah, yeah. It, works. it works. Oh, good, good, good. So we have something called the, uh, you know, the 200-day moving average, which is like what what is the price, what's the average of the price in the last 200 days. So this moving average either goes up with price or comes down with price. So let's say if we are consolidating at a particular range, 
this will uh, you know kind of stabilize if you're going up this will slowly move up because it's 200 day moving average uh, we have something called the 21 uh, exponential moving average and we have something called the 50 uh, simple moving average so the thing is uh, the, the the interesting thing about this if you see uh, historically whenever the uh, 21 day moving average uh, goes below the 50-day moving average, we enter sort of into a bear market territory. And when we actually go break this, so when the orange line breaks above the, the green trend, which is 50-day moving average, uh, we uh, go back into a bullish territory. So now you see there was a break. Now, what does this mean for us? It means that uh, we might see some red days going forward or consolidation. Uh, but this can be prevented if we are able to find back the previous support of 220 plus uh, on on the side of Monero or in the, in the in the in this side of Bitcoin. I think we should get back above um, around. Uh, it's it was around 52,000 where I saw that 52 53,000. It has we have like um, I think it should be on the weekly close. Uh, let me check. Um, it's on the weekly call close. We should get back above, uh, yeah, above something like 50, 51,000, 51,000 levels by next week. We should close that. But if we are able to, if we break below this level, that is, we are not really, you know, climbing up uh, like how we fell down. So if you don't go back up this way in the coming one to two weeks, I think it's not a very uh, pretty news. And one of the, the big supports uh, that we have to really maintain on the Bitcoin side is around 40, 41,000 levels. Because if we are able to go below this, guys, I think it's 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 not a very good news. Um, that means we have a longer uh, time uh, consolidation below these levels. So as long as we stay above this and you know go back up within a couple of weeks, we are good to go as we continue the, the, the bull market trend. What do you what do you think of uh, Bitcoin versus Monero? Oh, I've not really seen that chart. Let me open that. Nobody like Binance, right? <laughs> <laughs> but let us see it for charts. Um, should be let's see the weekly chart. Well, yes, it's in the oversold territory as of now. It's in the oversold territory as of now. So we should expect some sort of, you know, bounce back on these levels because last time I already mentioned that it's uh, in a in an oversold territory for the Bitcoin Monero. And since it's just been a week, um, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. And also you would see that it's on the lower uh, side of the Bollinger Bands. So that means uh, uh, technically it should there should come a time where we are on the high, higher side. So that means we are right now around 0 0.003 levels and we have a indication of it going uh, higher and i don't know where it will go but it's we are at a let's say a low risk high reward kind of scenario but again you know a lot of things are at, is at play right now it can also be oversold you know it can also go down a little bit so that means really oversold um uh, so what else on this one? So yeah, this is what I could say on this part. All right. Awesome. Um, this, not, not, there's a... not, not the uh, not the best day, right? Uh, but, but well, we'll uh, yeah. You know, you know, with Monero, we we sometimes really have really really good days, 
and that time we don't complain but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, have, we have to go through these seasons but anyways on the on the fundamental side uh, we have good news so we have the network fundamentals and actually i saw this uh, amazing um, you know photo uh, from untraceable so credit to him um, this is like you can't kill an idea and that is monero and if you go back to i just saw from his twitter account uh, we he had posted uh, about the november record high for the transactions so if you see mm-hmm. from the january to november we are really doing very well we had 600000 now we have 900000 transactions of course some of them can be you know uh, attacks on the network etc but whatever you can think of it's always you know it's it's going up so as compared to bitcoin transactions we have already 11% of bitcoin transactions and of course the protocol is improving and uh, yeah it's it's almost a million transactions per month i think that is something to celebrate yeah definitely that's that's what matters there nice. yeah so um, uh, that's what i have from the price report and one update i think last time i spoke about uh, <laughs> banning from india because there are you know 100 um, like 100 million traders already in cryptocurrency and it should not be banned so the good news is that it's not going to be banned it's going cryptocurrency is going to be regulated in india uh, however there is a catch that uh, uh, there is like a discussion going on if the if the government wants people to withdraw from the exchanges that is to say if they want to make it like how paypal has made cryptocurrencies people can deposit into it can can trade into it but they cannot withdraw like in us so that is like a discussion but from what i hear from sources it's not going to be banned it's being regulated so that's what we have All right. A fungible. Thank you thank so you much, so much man. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, thank you. We should say again so that's sponsored by Local Monero, our price report. Want to throw up the Local Monero uh, website? Can you throw it sure. up? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like Monero on Local Monero right now as far as I could see by Monero in the United States around 205 bucks. Uh but if you're looking to buy with cash, um you're looking higher in like the two what ranges 84. from 215 all the way up to 250 is what I'm seeing here for United States. So that's obviously if you're if you're going to buy Monero, that's probably the best way to do it for cash using local Monero. Um obviously if you can mine it that's great too. But price report sponsored by local Monero, it is an amazing way to uh acquire or sell monero peer to peer which is the way to do it guys awesome awesome should we bring up our guest sure let's uh hey fungible please stay around if you're uh, still there you could jump in for conversation later the monerotopia guest segment is sponsored by cake wallet store send receive and exchange your monero and bitcoin safely on ios and android too Cake wallet is open source and you always control your own keys. All right, Mike. Hello, hello Mike. What's going on, guys? Can you hear me all right? Yep, we can hear you. Awesome, awesome. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Just um uh, enjoying this low low price day. You never know where you're going to wake up. Yeah, I was pretty shocked to see that last night. Yeah, I saw it just crash. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on." It's the the entire market is down. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't change nothing. Doesn't change anything here like we like we saw transaction counts are up. That's all that matters. How you doing, man? Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on. I know uh yeah. We we reached out you were one of the people that reached out to to potentially help with 
with the show, with social media? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been trying to come on for a while, so thanks for having me. But I'm sorry? You're getting a little feedback. How's, how's that? How's that? Yeah, a little fuzz. Yeah, you get a little fuzz for some reason. You were good. Yeah, give, me, uh, give, me, give me one minute. I'm enjoying right back. I think you're good now. Okay. Think, yeah, you're moving something. Good now? Yeah. I yeah. Think okay. Like moving the. All right. Um, yeah, so I wanted to join, man. I mean, that's a sweet gig, you know? I, I see why you guys got a lot of people reaching out who wouldn't want to do that, you know? Yeah, I think there's something loose. Yeah, I think. think it's, yeah. Want to. Yeah, try to. All right, give me one second. Yeah. Let's even sign on. Yeah, let's uh, fix that up. Let's fix that up so it doesn't annoy the people um, that listen. Yeah, the people that listen to the podcast just know that uh, you can watch the video and I have the links um, in the descriptions for uh, like when obviously like the price report and the people are watching it, obviously people listening to it aren't seeing the screen. So just yes. making people aware. Not, not as good for the listening audience. <laughs> yeah, but just for those that just listen to the but podcast. the summary of the price report is everything's <laughs> down, guys. It's all red. It's all red. <laughs> Come back. Oh, Here we go. Back. Oh, wait, but it says... His device is not connected. Okay. Well, we we've met Mike before, but let's wait for him yeah, to get. There you go. I think. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. We can hear you. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to use my phone, and my phone uses Tor, so I think the connection is not, uh, not oh, good there. So I don't have a webcam on my computer. That's why I was trying to use it. Uh, okay. Okay. No yeah. worries. No worries, man. People saw you. <laughs> yeah. Right. So so we met you in Miami last year yeah yeah that was a good time man can't wait to go back this time yes so you're gonna you're coming down right monaritopia 100 yeah dude i love miami i would go down just to hang out awesome man yeah so i know we were talking maybe you could help us run the monero booth there we're thinking of uh just having you know maybe you and two other people there that can answer anybody's questions with regards to how to get started with monero things like that yeah, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. You know, there's a lot of technical stuff that's hard to explain over, you know, text chats and stuff. And sometimes those guides aren't always clear. So it's good to have a, you know, in face. <clears throat> Definitely. I think yeah. it's fair to say, so you're, you're, you specialize kind of in mining, right? That's where you're. Yeah. So I got into cryptocurrency before Monero um, a long time ago, just because of the mining aspect of it. It was interesting, you know, just to use a computer and make money with it, right? It's just running. Um, and then eventually I found that cryptocurrency was public, basically. And I thought that was kind of goes against the whole thing, found Monero, and then started mining Monero a long time ago. That's kind of how I fell in love with it. Awesome, man. Yeah, we just saw today, uh, not today, but this week was like the two-year anniversary of RandomX. Yeah, that's that was a great feat right there. Yeah, so what do you think about that, man? What's your perspective on Monero with regards to mining as seeing that you are? Yeah, I mean, I think it's groundbreaking. Yeah, I um, I think that they're moving in the right direction to wean off ASICs like that was a genius move. You know, everyone said that it couldn't be done. And then Howard obviously came out with his brilliantness and, and implemented RandomX when people said he couldn't. And it's been doing well, you know, two years strong. Um, Wish it was a little bit more profitable, um, but you know it's it is what it is. Um, the fact that any CPU can mine Monero is is amazing. Well, that that profitability is also because just because of the price of Monero as well, right? 
Yeah, but as more and more miners jump on there, the less yield you'll get. And then obviously the curve is declining. So, you know, I think when um, RandomX was first implemented, I think it was like 1.8 Monero per block. You know, I think we're under one now. Mm-hmm. So catch them while you can. <laughs> what do you what do you use to mine? Um, hardware wise or pool? I guess both. Yeah. Yeah. Hardware. Um, I got tons of different hardware running. Um, I have, I have a Ryzen 3700, a 3900, a 3950. I have a couple old POS laptops that I have just running one arrow, um, cause it's a little bit better return for the shitty laptops. And then, um, I have a couple GPUs running those mine Ethereum and I also bounce back and forth to other ones, but I usually auto convert that into Monero anyways. I'm not a fan of Ethereum. Um, yeah, so I got a lot of stuff running. It kind of just heats my house too. And then, so how, <laughs> how are you choosing like what to use? I mean, obviously I guess some of these is just things you had lying around old equipment, but then also I assume you're going out and buying equipment. Before. Yeah. So it's kind of like a cost analysis thing, right? Um, there are better, cpus to mine with um in terms of hash rate but the cost of those cpus uh outweigh the potential return so there's a cpu called a thread ripper that gets really good hash but you have to get a special motherboard for that that motherboard costs a lot so if you cost analysis it the ryzen 3900 and 3950 and 5900 and 5950 are the best rois in my for for Monero. Awesome. So yeah. like a guy like me, because we we're thinking we want to start, we wanted to get a, a, a new PC anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Something that we could use for video editing and like really not much beyond that. And then we want to mine Monero with it. What would be a good recommendation there? Yeah, so definitely a, a Ryzen 5900 or 5950X. Um, it's multi-purpose, you know, like I, I use mine to game and I'm talking to you guys on it right now. And then when I'm not using it or at night, it's mining, you know? Um, so should we try to build our own? I mean, we're not really those <laughs> types not. or is it like, yeah, what, yeah. like out of the I box? mean, I can always, I can always get you guys one or send you something or show you which one to build over or buy over there. Um, okay. Now, do, do you, do you build computers for people and sell them? Or? I do. Yeah. Uh, it got kind of hard because the GPU market got really uh, smashed this past year and a half because of Ethereum and and obviously the bull market we went through. So the part supply was very hard to get. Um, but I do when when people want them. It's a lot easier to build a Monero focused miner than it is to build a, a gaming computer right now, though, due to that part shortage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, maybe uh, you know if you're down, maybe I'll take you up on that. We can talk online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely you be down you in the right direction. Or Monero? Would you be down to? Uh... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> no awesome. question. Yeah, just send us the, the perfect Monero mining computer. Yeah, and it'll be perfect Party. for rendering videos, editing, all that yes, stuff. So that would be really multi-purpose. Helpful. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's about time we uh, upgraded. I mean, start, we're slow. We've been bit. slowly upgrading our studio. Oh, our technology. <laughs> yeah, the studio yeah. looks great. Yeah, I like the mic. Yeah, studio's fine. But... We perfected that. The audio had issues in the beginning. Now I think we've gotten better. We're improving. Oh, it's a trial and error game. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, baby mm-hmm. steps. Um, and then in terms of pool, so do you use P2 pool? So I do not, um, only because it's kind of like still new, right? There's a lot of, uh, 
you know, it's just like a new tech. I use um, Crypto Note Social. I don't know if you guys ever seen them on Twitter. Uh, I was using their Wanero and Monero pool, but obviously the Wanero got shut down. And they're great. They're a small little pool, pretty active in the community. And um, their payout's very low compared to other uh, bigger pools. So I don't have like an issue with payouts. I know like that's one of the benefits of P2P, but it's just, uh, I just have not had time to really jump into it yet. And I know it's still pretty new. Okay. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Right. That's, that's kind of the goal, I guess, to move as many people as we can over to that. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out. It seems extremely interesting. Um, but I, I don't, I don't fully grasp it yet. I just haven't had time to look into it. I know there's like a side chain that it sort of uses and that's when I was like, ah, I'll get to it later. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot easier to jump from pool to pool, like originally. So. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. My understanding that's getting, that's getting easier to do. I guess we'll learn about it when we start to start to mine with our, <laughs> with our new mining. Keep adding to our wave. <laughs> I've always miners. wanted to, I've always wanted to just never have. And now's, now's about, now's the right time. Is it? Yeah. Once you get it set up, it's pretty easy yeah. too. It's just, you know, clicking, so clicking so the go. Yeah, yeah. It's winter over here in New York. We can, yeah yeah that's how he just he always justifies <laughs> it's a good way yeah <laughs> pretty cool um yeah i mean you want to move on to the news segment yeah let's let's, let's a, run through the chat mike is there anything else you want to bring up before we do, do the uh the news no you could let, let, let the news run okay let's do it you say all right and now for our weekly news segment I still laugh every time. <laughs> you gotta add more segments. Uh, want to quickly just yeah, bring up I mean it's a little difficult because it like lags a little, but let's do it. Let's uh, do this one. Yep, we're here. This is the first one. Oh, okay. So yeah, the first two links you can bring up the second link as well. Was just actually about Random X. Um, yeah, it's a two-year okay. anniversary of Monero running on RandomX for its proof of work. Uh, but if you wait, bring up the links. So Howard Howard tweeted it out. He's, um, yeah, go ahead and scroll down there. He likes the way Monero is looking right now in terms of its mining network. It looks like RandomX is working. It's been going strong for two years. He posted a nice little chart. Uh, where you could see the Monero mining network just climbing nicely in hash rate continuously for two years. So that's nice to see. Thank you again, Howard. And that other article, uh, if you want to link, is also related to it. Um, that yes. first one that you had posted there. Uh, somebody was just talking about the hash rate for different cryptos. And it was in an article unrelated, uh, not necessarily about random expert. They were listing the different hash rates for different cryptos and the effect that uh, was on them um, when China banned mining. Um, and it's interesting. Scroll down if you want to. And you could see that Monero's didn't drop. In fact, it went up. This is during the, um, the banning of mining. In China, that's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah, so it was interesting that. to see all the other cryptos dropped and Monero went up. Let's go down to the next thing. Up oh, there it is. No, oh, whatever. Go. Okay. 
The I thought this was interesting. Oh, Ethereum, the first atomic swap between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, so we had we had Elizabeth on here when she came out of nowhere that she was working on Ethereum to Bitcoin atomic swaps. But we've yeah, actually amazing. already seen one happen, uh, which is pretty impressive. So they're moving fast with that. That's nice to see. She's also going to be a speaker at Monerotopia, which is awesome. Nice, nice. Right, all good things to see, right, Mike? Yeah. Did uh, did she talk about the fees of this atomic swap? Um, well, it's just the fees of the of the, the network. network. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty high. That's what sucks about Ethereum. Yeah. So that's the only thing holding you know holding back usage, but uh, has the text there. Though. Hasn't really stopped people from using Ethereum. I mean, obviously, I mean, it has in ways, but geez, Ethereum's rocking and rolling right now. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Oh, that's another. Yeah, next one. Ethereum acts as hedge in Bitcoin price crash. I thought that was interesting to see. So Ethereum reached a new three-year high in ETH versus BTC. Wow. Um, so I've been kind of wondering what's going to happen, you know, if Ethereum were to pass Bitcoin and market cap, how that's going to affect the wider market, uh, what, how people's perception might change of Bitcoin as being, you know, the digital gold and the crypto reserve. Uh, but it's interesting to see that Ethereum is bumping up, uh, going up against Bitcoin as Bitcoin fell back. Ethereum didn't fall as much. So they kind of uh, moved to Ethereum a little bit as a safe haven. So. What do you think about that, Mike? Any opinions there? Yeah, that's interesting to see. Um, I think it could potentially happen because Bitcoin, you know, it doesn't really have a use case besides being the first one, right? Um, and I just think Ethereum needs to get that fee issue solved and we could see it go higher. Um, it has way more utility. You know, a lot of people are building on it. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's interesting. Looks like we're kind of entering a crossroads there um transitional period we'll see i mean we there's always been talk of the flippening but it's interesting to see what would happen if that actually did happen how bitcoiners uh would react um you know what what do they then say right so if something like ethereum overtakes bitcoin in market cap uh and kind of starts acting as the the safe haven or the store of value i'm just not clear as to what bitcoin's meme becomes at that point exactly yeah i i still think it will be a store of value if that happens but maybe not as safe as you know the max you say it is right i mean it's not just gonna plummet you know yeah it has has a lot of money involved there's a lot of big players banks now in it um they're not gonna let that happen right but like you said i think maybe it starts to opens people's eyes up towards uh what the actual utility is of these Mm -hmm. things and they start looking beyond speculation you know, beyond exactly as a speculative asset. That's why I'm so mind blown that Monero is where it is still. I mean, Monero to me is the most useful cryptocurrency of all, you know, and it's kind of like obvious. Like it's, <laughs> I just don't get how it's been uh, very stagnant with the price. Because you could buy Shibu Inu, man. You could get, yeah. get a million of them for like a dollar and you'll become a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is why. <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to see more crash, you know, that's going to open people's eyes and they'll start to actually evaluate these things based on utility. 
What's yeah. The, uh, what's the next one we got there? He wants to prohibit all private wallets. Oh, somebody had posted that on Reddit. EU wants to prohibit all private wallets. You want to open up that link? See, stuff uh, like that doesn't make sense to me. How, how could you even implement that? Yeah, it looks like they're just looking, you're moving closer towards following the general uh, regulations that the Financial Action Task Force um, has been proposing. Um, and it looks like the EU is just getting closer towards potentially implementing some of these things. So keep your eye out on that. I just saw a post it on Reddit this morning. I don't know um, what steps have actually taken place, but it's more uh, you know, about um, implementing these regulations that we've been hearing a lot about, but it looks like it's coming to fruition. Uh, what that means for Monero. We shall see. Obviously, here we always say it doesn't really matter, right? Um, yeah. Monero's built to be, you know, resistant to regulations. It's a technology that's unstoppable. Uh, but it's interesting to see Europe continue to creep forward in that respect, um, implementing things like the travel rule and how that could essentially start to affect uh, a crypto like Monero where they can't track and trace it. Um, if they're going to want to, you know, keep their eye on exchanges and then force exchanges to provide customer information whenever somebody makes an, uh, sends crypto off of an exchange, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Uh, but there's been development there. Do we have any other uh, news items? Oh, Vic. Vic. Vic came on Monero Talk. So obviously, uh, big, big cake news this week. Mike, what do you think of that? The the, the three wallet uh, proposal that Cake has come up with. So the news started this week that Cake was going to be implementing Zcash into Cake. Uh, they got some pushback from the community. And then by the end of the week, it turned into the announcement being that Cake is going to essentially create three separate wallets. There's going to be a traditional Cake wallet, which is kind of this multi-coin privacy-focused wallet, um, what we're all currently using today. Uh, then they're going to be building a separate Zcash wallet and a separate Monero-only wallet. Mike, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that's the, the best move. Um, you know, I see why most people were upset with that move. I'm obviously not a fan of Zcash, you know, and uh, I think the people that got upset were kind of mad because the Monero community kind of helped Cake get to be Cake, you know. Um, but I think that uh, Vic is handling it well, like like you said, and I'm glad that he's decided to do this. Uh, you know, I'll probably use the, the Monero-only wallet, um, but... It's nice to have options for other stuff too, you know. Like I, I would actually like to see them implement Ethereum and and Wow and a couple other coins into you know the wallet that has all the coins, um, just for easier use, you know. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's 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 all good things. It's nice to see that Cake and Vic in particular just continue to to listen to community feedback. Exactly. Uh, you know. Seems like he's done that from the beginning. Exactly. He could have easily just ignored it and been like, guys, this is what we're doing. Um, yeah. But he's uh, catering to the Monero community. And hopefully the Monero community will continue to, uh, you know, uh, use use cake. Um, I think 
the fact that they're making the Monero only while it's extremely solid. If because if okay. not them, somebody else would have stepped up and, and did it. Right. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. So thank you, Cake. Yeah, thank you. I think we have maybe one other. Yeah, we have uh, two other. It's just loading. It's okay. What was this yeah, billionaire one? investor Charlie Munger thinks China uh, was right to ban Bitcoin. Of course he was. It's <laughs> <laughs> another one of these, you know. Old guys yelling at Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty wild, though, that he thought China was right to ban Bitcoin. I mean, that's pretty aggressive coming. Well, because it threatens his everything he's used to. You know, he's used to the old style money system. He wants that. He, he they know that this is scary for them, just the way that cryptocurrencies is headed. Sure. Yeah. You know, it, it takes away from their wealth. I mean, these guys are, you know, next level wealthy. Yeah, he doesn't stand to benefit from the rise. No, he could he could buy out you know multiple cryptocurrencies. Yeah, he should have just got involved, man. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what <laughs> he was thinking. These guys just don't get it. But uh, pretty wild that he's like saying China was right in what they did. I mean, this is you know a guy who built or helped build this extremely successful his investment company in America, um, and then to like kind of aligned with China on this. I mean, I think it's a bad look. Bad look for him. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. He went a little too far. Not even just being the anti-Bitcoin, but like I, by basically saying China did the right thing by straight up banning crypto. But is it even banned there? It gets banned there like every other week. Uh, yeah, I think it's currently in ban state. I don't know. But the, the last ban was pretty wild. I mean, like we said, we saw that drop in, in the miners. Yeah, but was, I thought that was just miners, no? All the ASICs, or is that Bitcoin just across the board? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, no, that was when they when they most recently banned crypto in China and tried to ban the mining. We saw. Yeah, I know the mining. I didn't. Cash. I didn't know that they went with the actual trying to ban Bitcoin itself. Uh, I think they banned the mining. I think they did. The, I think they banned the exchanges and everything. Right. I think it's oh, legal. Wow. It's legal to own crypto. My understanding is like it's legal to own it. It's legal to own Bitcoin. Um, but I think it's just uh, the exchanges and the mining. It's not entirely clear, right? We never know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. But I do think that's one of the the great things about random X. You know, something like that could never happen. You can't find those ASIC farms with random X. You know, can't just shut it down. 100%. Like they did to Bitcoin. Yep. Very easy to isolate those farms. Yeah, it's it's coming, guys. I mean. Um... And Monero's built to withstand it, so that's nice to see. Did we have? Did I have? Yeah, have you one more Monero King tweet. I see a lot of. Oh, this is from this morning with the crash, uh, with the price crashing. Um, I see a lot of people tweeting one BTC equals one BTC. Well, not always the case. So yeah, it's kind of funny. All the all the Bitcoiners now tweeting one BTC always equals one BTC as they see the price crash. Um, but we don't necessarily believe that here in Monero land. One BTC does not equal one BTC. That's the problem. Yeah. One Monero does equal one Monero. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, Bitcoiners refuse refuse to, to believe that. Yeah, and that, that type of thinking kind of blows my mind with the uh, Bitcoin maximalists. You know, it's like this information's out there. You know, there's blocks. Bitcoin, I mean, what about the Bitcoin that was hacked from all the Twitter accounts? You know, like that got traced and blocked immediately. Blacklisted. For them to say that one equals one and not realize it still is kind of wild. I think that they just kind of stay in their eco chamber and block out any other news that could threaten them. 
Yeah, I think some of them like literally just aren't aware of it, which blows my mind. Like they like, still think so though. I mean, with all the information and yeah, I think there are. You know, those that are just you know they're buying their crypto. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of people that still like don't get it. Um, and then yeah, there are those that are just in denial of it. Yeah, uh, and then there are those that actually that. just just truly think that one bitcoin equals one bitcoin despite the fact that it clearly does have a history and i don't really get the the logical reasoning they have yeah been, they've tried to convince me i don't i, I just don't get it like no they're not they're different <laughs> they're not, they're not. um i guess that the ultimately it comes down to well it doesn't matter they don't think it matters um well it certainly does but to each their own Right. If, uh, if fungibility doesn't matter, then why, you know, the censorship resistance matter? Like, where do we draw the line then? Right. Exactly. So. And it kind of goes to those news uh, articles you pulled up, you know, like EU tries implementing stuff like that. It shouldn't matter. You know, the whole point behind Bitcoin that got me attracted into cryptocurrency in the beginning was that it's opting out of the system. Right. Like that was supposed to be the whole point. So if they can just come out with rules and regulations to stop it. You know, it's not really what it was meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. You see Bitcoiners whining sometimes about the chain analytics companies. Like, why do they exist? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you shouldn't care that they exist because your your crypto, your technology should be immune to them. Exactly. Yeah. To do. All right. So that was our, our news this week. Uh, should we bring up? The, let's anybody that wants to jump on stage. On stage? Yeah. We, we have 24 people watching right now live. Um, yeah. Anybody wants to jump up? It's the viewers on stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. All right. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, not going to lie. And we got some people. Yeah, we got we Justin. Got, we got Justin. Is How's that Justin? Going? Is that the Justin that we know? What? Who is I this? I don't know. Of course it is. Oh, All right. What's up, Justin? I think that's the first time I've actually seen you play that little segment for the the transition. I think it's it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. We tried to make it cheesy yes. and funny as possible. We like our segments. Yes, very cheesy, but cool. <laughs> we'll create a separate Justin segment if you if you agree to come on every week. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that'd be a big commitment, but I appreciate the the vote of confidence. What's going on, man? Um, up. I, I I actually um. I'm going to leak something real quick, um, if that's okay. Ooh. So Please the last few months, I've been working really hard on making a, a magic Monero fund. And I believe later today is actually when we will announce it on Reddit. So I'm really excited about that. Um, it'll provide a better way to fund like continuous Monero research lab research and security audits and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So I'm really excited. Keep an eye out for Reddit uh, because oh. I, I expect to post it later today. So wait, explain that a little bit more. So, you know, people that are just kind of learning about this. So how is that different than the, C you know, using this CCS? Um, why, why, why is this uh, a good thing for, for Monero? Sure. So um, the Monero CCS is not going away as far as I understand. I mean, that's up to the Monero core team to run. So this by no means replaces anything. It's just some additional option that people have. Uh, the CCS is really cool because it's decentralized. You can just, well, it's, it, well, I guess it's not decentralized, sorry. But it, it allows people to show up. It's Monero first. Um, anyone can create a proposal. The community sort of gives suggestions on when it moves. 
and uh, you know amounts are still paid in XMR, and people don't need to provide any details to the CCS to get that running. Um, but with, uh, with with that comes some downsides, um, primarily being that you have to commit to receive some amount of XMR in the future that will be whatever price <laughs> it will be. Um, you need to receive payment in XMR. Uh, the CCS itself can't really sign a contract with somebody um, to actually deliver the funds. So it gets a little bit more complicated in the traditional world. So Magic Grants is a 501c3 U.S. nonprofit. Um, we can still accept funds very, very easily. We're not an exchange, so we don't need to, like, you know, KYC everyone who donates us money. <laughs> um, so we can receive funds pretty generously. Um, and we can actually sign contracts with people um, in order to say, hey, once you deliver this work, we will give you this amount of money and we can still pay it in Monero. We can still pay it in U.S. dollars, whatever makes sense. Um, we used Magic Grants to actually help cover some of the DEF CON cryptocurrency village costs this year um, just to make it a lot easier <laughs> for the overhead. And um, the, the big change now is that we are actually going to have a community elected committee. So community members in the Monero community can nominate themselves, say, hey, I've been an active member and a positive contributor to the community. I would like a vote. We'll process all those applications. We'll give people voting rights, so to speak. It won't cost anything. You don't have to do any KYC or anything for voting rights. All you need is an email. And then the voters will elect a committee. And this committee can determine what grants to fund from the fund, subject to the legal limits of what we can fund. But it's, it's pretty generous. And then also they can even choose to uh, invest their assets. So they can, in theory, I mean, again, maybe this would be a good idea, but in theory, they could use the assets that they have and use it to provide Monero liquidity somewhere or something like that. So the money isn't just sitting in a pool or sitting in USD or something. It could be actively giving back. So I think it's, I mean, it's something I've been very, very excited about. Um, there's been talk for many, many years at this point about making a separate Monero fund for what Monero Research Lab, and this is is a way that we can we can do that finally. Awesome. So people would would apply for the grant. How does that work? Yeah, people would apply for the grants. So they effectively go to the committee. Um, the committee can, in theory, make whatever rules they want want for people to show up and uh, or any processes they want for people to show up and make a grant proposal. Um, but yeah, ultimately people will be like, Hey, I want to work on this. It'll look similarly to submitting a CCS grant proposal, except instead of to the CCS, they're submitting it to the fund committee. The fund committee will review it. They'll do all, a little bit of paperwork, <laughs> um, to be like, yep, this looks good. And then, and then we can proceed to say, okay, well, it's, it was accepted and here's your contract. If you complete the, if you complete the grants, then we'll pay you. Uh, as described. And again, we can pay in XMR, we can pay in uh, Bitcoin, we can pay in US dollar, you know, we can pay in pretty much anything. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool, man. And so where's the money coming from that's funding a magic? Sure. So we've, we've talked to a few people ahead of time to, as we've set this up to say, Hey, we'd be willing to donate. So we have a few people that are definitely interested in getting this started. So um, ultimately it will still come from the Monero community in getting, in getting this, this forward. And I know like things in the past, um, Kraken, for example, has indicated that they want to give to Monero, uh, based projects. Um, but they don't really want to fund individual contributors. They don't want to go the whole route of effectively running 
a grant proposal website themselves for the Monero community. So this, I hope, is a good way for them to direct money to some organization like ourselves. And then the community can still decide where these funds go just through a more formal process where Kraken just sends the money to one place and feels good about it. They do their whole lovely press release and everything. And then the Monero community largely gets to decide where this money still goes. And everyone's happy. Kraken gets their tax deduction. Uh, the Monero community still gets all the cool stuff funded. And I think it's a good, a good additional uh, tool belt for fundraising that the Monero community will have uh, now more regularly. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Uh, Andreas, what's going on? Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Super Any nice. Com comments there on uh, Justin's announcement? Well, uh, everybody knows that we went around route to fund, uh, I mean, to get funded the psychic projects and all that um, with mixed results. But <laughs> I, I think it's great to have as many possibilities and different ways to get uh, work funded in Monero land. Uh, the CCS is great for some things. It has its better use cases and it's not like the magic super decentralized um, tool that's, that, that is thought to be. Um, and I think that as Justin said, that if you get more like, um, if it's about an avenue for, for funding that has to be more like, uh, in the white, <laughs> so to speak, from 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 big. Um, if you get funding for some from for, from companies stuff like that, that maybe they cannot do it through through the regular Monero private way, and that is that is great. Mike, you got any comment on it? Uh, I definitely think it's interesting. Um, glad to have more ways to get stuff funded. It's going to be nice to see it. By the way, nice to meet you, Andreas. <laughs> nice good. almost meeting you. I know, I know. My camera wasn't working. <laughs> but it's good to put a face face to the uh, to the account. Yes, yes. It, it, if it wasn't for customs, we were already using a, a Monero, a Monero miner uh, made by Mike. Ah, see. Much love. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, wait, you already are using one, you said? No, he lives overseas, correct? Oh, was it for customs? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. It's it's almost like it, it costs almost double to get the, yeah. <laughs> the shipping too here. much. Yeah. Yes. All right, Justin. Anything else you want to bring up? Uh, uh nope. That's that's a big focus of what I worked on. You had Vic on earlier, so he covered all the the uh, the cake waltz. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Whoa, we're getting some feedback there. Yeah, we 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 like the uh, the final resolution there with the Monero only wallet. What's what's your take on the whole thing, Justin? With the with what went down. Um, I guess the one thing I'd like to share is just how much the Monero community feedback mattered to Vic in all the discussions that we've had. Like, <laughs> you know, we he would be just interrupting conversations in the middle of the day and be like, "Look at this one, you know, this one comment from this one redditor on this thread." Like, <laughs> he genuinely cares about community feedback um, on Cake Wallet, and I think it shows in our decision to release the Monero only wallet ASAP. I mean, it, it was one thing 
as he said, is something that we've been tossing around for a long while. But, you know, getting that out ASAP now is, is really his top priority. Did, uh, did you guys expect the Monero community to be so up in arms when you made the initial announcement with Zcash? Um, I mean, as he said, I, th- I think we expected some sort of pushback. Um, that said, we're not going to deliver Zcash for a while <laughs> just because, you know, their network upgrade five isn't even, it, it hasn't launched, right? So it's not like tomorrow it's going to be in cake. Um, so we we made the grant proposal in advance and I, I suppose we expected a little bit more time. But that said, um, clearly you'll have a Monero only wallet before anything happens. And that was always the intent, but this is especially clear now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining about the, the end results here. Uh, who else? Uh, oh, we have a fungible. A fungible. Hello again. Do you have any comments? Hello. We can't hear you. Just yeah, I just wanted to drop in. Um, yeah, I'm just listening to you folks. Maybe I will have something to say in a bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin, one of the things I was pushing uh, Vic on, he wasn't too sure about it. I think uh, I'd heard it discussed elsewhere. Just this fact that ZK, like, are they truly open source or, or not? I'm having a hard time understanding that. My understanding is with the the, the latest developments that you know they'll be issuing with their upgrade are essentially going to be closed for like two years like there won't be access to to the actual code is that correct um so the code itself is available so anybody can take the code anybody can look at the code um, anybody can review the code so from that sense it is open source uh, the difference is it's not liberally licensed like Monero. So you could not take the code right. and pop it into Monero until uh, what it's like a year. I think it's a year, maybe it's two years, whatever it is. There's a time frame before other people can actually get a license to use it for whatever they want. In the meantime, in theory, you could talk to uh, the ECC and get a license early. I, I have no idea what their appetite for that would be, but <laughs> since they put the restriction, it's probably pretty low. But um, it at least is the case that anybody can look at the code and sort of see how it works. That's that's possible. Why do you think they? I mean, they just did it for the obvious reasons, just to give themselves an advantage, or is there something? I, I mean, I can't obviously speak for them, and I, I think that this is a weird move. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's not something the Zcash community even initially asked for. It's just something the ECC sort of said, we're going to do this. And everyone, you know, there was confusion in their own, in their own community for a while on this, the same point. So, um, I think it's just, it's probably just aiding in the competitive advantage of Zcash in their view. Um, and maybe it's to, Maybe it's directed at Pirate Chain. I don't really know, but it's it's uh, it's 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 a little weird, especially from a Monero Ethos perspective. It's a little bit weird, but yeah. um, everybody can look at the like all the researchers can still look at the code and tinker with it. They just can't use it for something that's that, that they don't have a license for. Got it. Got it. Anybody have any comment on that? I. I personally uh, find that a bit odd. 
Um, Andreas, you got any comment on that? Yeah, I would change all for ugly, but that's me. Um, we are we are we are very used in the Monero community to to have it everything that is open source and not only open source in a way that you can check it and see how it's made, but also you can use it and make new stuff uh, on on top of that, <clears throat> and that's the way it should be. But I'm not here to bashing Zcash. Uh, I, I for what I know, it's technically very good. But the whole thing about it's basically a company uh, which issues a coin. So it's expected uh, from a company to to do moves like this, to have to 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 take care of their code and the way it's used, and to take care of their advantages while they can. So it makes sense. I mean, uh, don't expect that much more from 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 a company. Good points. Good points. We got a got somebody a new, new here. here. Yeah, the Ar anarchist Duarte. Hello. You want to say hello? Oh, you're muted. I mean, hold, I'll unmute you. Hold on, because it looks like you're busy driving. Oh, <laughs> hi. Okay. Good now. Oh, look yes, down. How you yeah. down. Keep, I know. Don't keep look your down. Eye on the keep road, your eyes on the road, please. Hey, <laughs> you're live. You have anything to say? I have a question for Mike. Yeah, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, what you as a miner, what is is support XMR a good pool to, to mine? No, too big. You you want to get off that for sure. I'm putting off too much. What's up? Can you can you hear us? Did you hear my question? Yes, I did. I did. No, no, yes. Yeah, I would say no. You don't want to use that. It's uh, too big, very oh, centralized. No. Yeah, they have a high payout rate too, so you'd have to mine for a while compared to others. Okay, what what's the best pool? I know you mentioned before. Um, I can't recall now, but you mentioned before where you were mining. Is that the very most decentralized one to mine? Well, it's it's a smaller one, right? So you kind of want to just split it up. Um, I use Crypto Note Social. There's a lot of good ones. Um, there's one called Monero Ocean, very good. P2P, like they were talking about, another good option. You just don't want to use those really big ones. Want to help decentralize the network. Well, it's cutting off too much. I don't know why. We can hear. No. Well, we can hear you. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, he's got a bad yeah. connection. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna have to mute you, I think, man. But we we appreciate it. Jump on anytime. Jump on when you get a better uh, connection mic, here. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go now. Okay. You're. I muted you. <laughs> Mike, you just want to repeat yeah. the advice. So you can you can listen to it in the podcast. Yeah. Can you hear me? Just give me a head nod if you can hear us. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to use support XMR. It's it's too big. You want to split it up a little bit. Um, CryptoNote Social, very good one that I use. There's another one called Monero Ocean, very good. Um, and then also P2P, like they were talking about, is another good option. But definitely you don't want to use the big, the big ones. All right. Okay. Cool. 
Join any time, man. Just uh, be careful. when you have a better connection. <laughs> just keep your eyes on the just road. Keep your eyes on the road or park, maybe. You need to make a rule that if you are driving, you cannot get into Monero. Tokyo I know. Like that. <laughs> That's the next thing we'll be responsible for. Yes. You don't want any more drama. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll accidentally run over Chris Sky as Monero, he's driving down the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would that would pretty much even things out. But yeah, oh, will it now? <laughs> so what ended up uh, what ended up happening with all that is who's coming to the show? Is Howard coming? Howard is currently not not attending. So our no, current guests are uh, Francisco. Okay. Um. VT Nerd. Lee Claggett. Lee Claggett. Uh, we have Elizabeth, the one that's working on the Ethereum to XMR swap. Nice. Nice. But then we have a bunch more. That oh, we have Crypto Bear performing. Oh, you convinced them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gonna... Crypto Bear is oh, performing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Howard is currently out. Uh, he may, who knows? He might jump back in. Um, Daniel Kim is currently out as uh, the ones that were originally on. Um, but he may jump back in as well. So Stay we shall tuned. see. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, we got a lot of other really uh, good ones that we're, that we're talking so, so. to. It's going to be all very Monero focused. Looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Looking forward to it. So, so yeah, I guess uh, we're already an hour and eight minutes in. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll cap this off. You guys, any, anything else you guys want to bring any up? Last they, words those that are on stage? Uh, yeah. I have something that I was. Maybe I want to bring up. Sure. Yeah. So I was uh, recently listening to uh, this talk from Arctic Mind, which was, I think, released yesterday with Moniro Matteo. It was like mm -hmm. a two-hour talk. It was very interesting. Uh, one of the uh, precarious things that uh, I got to know, I think Arctic Mind had given an example, is about, I think, uh, Moniro uh, uh, team is doing something with the EU regulators, you know, like uh, communicating with them about... Uh, you know, the, the, the regulations going forward. So there was a very interesting example given by Arctic Mine. Maybe I can just quote that. So uh, he, I think, was talking to the regulators and he gave this example that, let's say, a couple is driving to a toll station and uh, they pay the, uh, the people at the toll with Bitcoin. And uh, it just happens that they drive away and the toll station is compromised by some thieves and they ask for the private keys. So they don't ask uh, for the Bitcoin to be transferred uh, to their wallet, but they just basically ask their private keys. So it's everything is offline mm -hmm. off and chain. yeah, off chain. And those, those private keys are sold to a terrorist, for instance. And the terrorist purchases online to do some nefarious activities. And the transaction is eventually traced back to the couples who are driving away. They're caught, they're put in prison. So basically, it essentially meant that the couple gave the terrorists the funds to buy. And th this is this is like an example. This is like a situation. There's a very precarious situation uh, in which, you know, it's difficult for the couples to prove that, you know, this is that there was uh, some something in the middle that is a tall station was in the middle. And the blockchain analytics firms don't want to consider this. So they they are always you know uh, tracing the the transactions because as Bitcoin is not fungible, so there is always a his, transaction history. So they keep on seeing this like how many hops has this transaction covered? Has it covered two hops or three hops? 
and they can trace it back to the source. And this is a this is a very uh, interesting situation, but also a bit scary. So anybody has on some comments on that? Um, I mean, yeah, I've heard Arik talk about this quite a bit. I mean, uh, you know, this is this is why we're we're pro Monero, man. Uh, you know, so I think Monero solves that problem because you won't even have the ability to to track and trace there, so you can't even make those assumptions of a coin going from. You know, this is, this is the whole fungibility issue. It's the whole fungibility issue. Um, yeah, indeed it is. Uh, but, you know, this, this is like, uh, you know, the blockchain analytics firms are uh, tied up to the government so and they're not going away anytime soon because they have a business. I mean, it's, it's also, you know, uh, it's it's an established business now. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah they're, so, they're, they're, so, they're lobbying, they're lobbying the, the regulators, um, you know, and they're, they're getting work from from the uh from the centralized exchanges yeah so i mean it, it's going to continue to trend in that direction um you're basically saying what what, what do we do as a monero community or what, what should our response no be? i mean i just wanted to get some thoughts that uh, what happens if you know because this is something that i see coming and this will mm -hmm. happen more and more and uh, innocent people will be you know somewhat at risk while using something like bitcoin yeah, no, I think it's one of the arguments for why we need to move towards fundable money. So, like, that's not even an issue. And just think of all the the inefficiencies that come with it, too, right? Yeah, the fact that it's... it can be tracked and traced, people can be falsely accused of things. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a mess. Be like, <laughs> you know, it'd be like with with every time you received cash, you had to worry about where it came from, yeah, uh, which is true. obviously not not the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th this was like the just an, an example that I found interesting. So just wanted to share. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard Arctic make. You know, this it's a good one. Uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, appreciate bringing that up. And anybody you know who hasn't heard Arctic yet, we've done a few interviews with them. The Monero um, Mateo one uh, that he just did. Yeah, definitely check that out. I was just watching some of that this morning. Um, Arctic will be speaking at the conference too, by the way. But yeah, no, Arctic has brought that up quite a few times. Um, yeah, it's it's a good point. It's uh, I don't I, you know I don't I don't know I don't know what the the response really is. Um, this is why we we love Monero because you, can, <laughs> <laughs> you know the it's just tracking and tracing uh, chain analytics just doesn't exist for Monero. Gets rid of all of that. Uh, obviously, the chain analytics companies want to exist, and they're going to continue to to lobby regulators, and they're going to continue to make progress. Um, but Monero is not going anywhere, so we'll be waiting in the wings for when people want to actually use fungible cash. Anybody else want to comment on it? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's. I don't think we have to worry about stuff like that. I think um, we're just ahead of the curve. I think more and more people are going to kind of experience shitty situations like that. And that's going to turn them off to Bitcoin and, and public blockchains. And they're going to look for alternatives. I mean, I think it's inevitable. I think it happens to everybody that actually uses cryptocurrency. You know, if you buy it on PayPal and stuff, you might never get to experience that. But if you actually use it and, you know, see what you can see on a blockchain, people are going to move off of it. And especially if they're getting falsely acclaimed or falsely accused of, uh, 
you know, crimes they didn't commit or whatever the case may be, they'll, they'll look for better money. Right. They start getting involved in investigations that, you know, they're like, what? Yeah. They have nothing to do with nothing to do yeah. with. Yeah. Start getting letters from the authorities or, you know, they go to send their, their Bitcoin onto an exchange for the first time. And the exchange basically doesn't allow them to send their, their, their crypto there because of the mm-hmm. history it has. There's going to be t- tons of these incidents. We're already seeing them. I think, I guess what we're all shocked by is the fact that it's just not resonating yet, given all of this. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. How yeah. hasn't people jumped sooner? Right. People are still ignoring all these things. It's not, mm-hmm. these aren't even hypotheticals anymore. It's actually happening. It's happening to people. And yet people are still ignoring it. Um, but it's just going to take time. It takes time for people to actually, it, it has to really hurt them for them to start to respond. So unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to go. I, I I really hope that we don't need uh, that we are not going to need like very bad news about people getting really in, in trouble or, or 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 in danger because of the because of using transparent um, coins like like Bitcoin. In this regard, I know that James and Loop already collects like a list of of news articles of people that got mugged or or something like that for their crypto. But I think as, as the crypto market keeps keeps getting bigger and bigger, it's a, it's a danger is going to get bigger as well. So I hope it doesn't take that many, that many casualties, so to speak, for people to start taking Monero into account, not only because it rises in price or something like that, just because it's safer to hold. Is you are you are just one step from screwing up a transaction and revealing to somebody that you don't want to reveal how much money you have. Yep, yep. Good points. Good points. Yeah, I think you know all. You know, we have our own little echo chamber, right? And that's that's us here in Monero Land. So, um, what it's going to take to open up people's eyes outside, uh, I do not know, man. I I would I would have thought their eyes would have already been opening. So uh you're i'm not the right guy to make this prediction <laughs> I, th- I would think they would, people's eyes would already be opening but i mean the, the greed you know it all comes down to the greed we spoke about this uh so and that's yeah bitcoin, for sure bitcoin does it really well you know they just get people excited about the price so they they don't really they they have blinders on they're just looking to see if numbers going up and to and for me, if if somebody really argues against the number go up thing, uh, they don't really understand how cryptocurrencies are supposed to work. It's a part of the equation. I mean, I don't mean that the number has to always go up, and it's and I'm not saying that it's the most important thing, but it's part of the incentives, as it's part of the thing that keeps the the thing working. I mean, if you don't have value locked in, it's not going to work. The decentralization doesn't work. The anything. It, it all breaks breaks down, so it is important. Oh, 100%. Yeah, these people that say, you know, Monero works just as well as a dollar than it does at, yeah. you know, a million dollars. No, uh, the, higher the, the higher the price, the more impactful the network will be. You could transfer more value through it. Uh, the network itself becomes more robust and stronger and harder to stop. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you can't 
can't take it. It looks price. nice, you know. It looks it looks pretty to say to say so because I know it's easy to just say ah, price doesn't matter. But yeah, it does matter. It does yeah. matter. It's part of the great. It's, it's just like saying uh, hashing power doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> if you got everything else, but just one thing breaks down, everything breaks down. So right. it's important. Yeah, especially with Monero. I mean, the entire ecosystem grows as the price goes up. More people look at it. More people get involved. There's more capital around to invest in projects. Um, yeah, uh, I think where where Bitcoin went wrong or is going wrong is it's the only thing they care about, and that's why we're saying like, what's going to happen now if something like Ethereum eventually does pass a Bitcoin? Does that start to eat away at Bitcoin's value proposition as being digital gold? You know, that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, Bitcoin just went, I think, too far with that with that meme. But you know, it works for them, and it works it, it works for getting people into crypto in general. Yeah. Um. And but then eventually it will take time, and they'll they'll realize there's there's actual utility out there, and there's more than just uh, price speculation. The only way that I see it working in the long run is I don't remember the name of the guy that you interviewed in Monero Talk once that was a big Bitcoin maximalist, and. Um, Basically, his whole argument was, yeah, it doesn't matter because Bitcoin is going to win and Bitcoin is going to infinite in USD terms and, and governments are not going to exist anymore. Right. Basically. Yeah, and yeah. I give I give him that. I mean, if you are right about that, yeah, you won because fungibility doesn't matter. No, no, but not, not joking. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because there's nobody nobody around to, to, to force that on you or to control anything. And yeah, Bitcoin won. But... Everything in between is nah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just plain. Right. To say you don't have to worry about any of that stuff because it's 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 a making a tremendous assumption that it's that your technology is capable of getting to that point. Yeah. Uh, but it has this weakness that's gonna make it difficult to get to that point. Um, because it's it's easier for governments to control a crypto that's completely traceable. And that's that's going to be a problem for Bitcoin. Yeah, one thing I wanted to point out, like on a, on a side note, um, this is something uh, not related to the topic we're discussing. But uh, recently I had requested uh, from Coinbase. I also had posted in cryptocurrency, but the post was taken down after it went a bit viral. Um, I requested uh, from a KYC exchange like Coinbase, a uh, dump of all the private data, all the transactions and everything that happened in the last few years, I was there. And I was a, I was a bit um, amazed and surprised and shocked about the kind of data that these exchanges, that these know your customer exchanges collect from people. So I actually really encourage all the viewers to go and request the KYC exchange that they were, they have been on. I mean, some people are have been there for like six months. Maybe there isn't too much data collected, but probably some people are there for years, and they will be uh, really in for a surprise for for the amount of data that they collect. So so they would be uh, as per compliance, they are supposed to send you all the let's say all the KYC identity images that you have you know, submitted all the bills, receipts, whatever you had submitted, all the failed attempts while doing KYC. And they give you a dump of a text file, which is let's say two or three MB with all the data, all the data, all the wallet addresses, all the transactions ever sent and received. I mean, it is, and in fact, even including all the IP addresses logged, 
geo tags, uh, the 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 longitude and latitude that that you have logged on, and even if you were using uh, let's say another email address, that was a bit surprising that if you were using another email address and you were you know just logged into uh, Coinbase or some other uh, exchange, and they also logged that because their cookies active around which are you know snooping and it's, it's, it's really crazy and if this and the, the funniest part was they they sent me the zip file uh unencrypted without any password protection from their customer service so uh, so i I'm, I'm really you know uh like worried not just about i mean me is okay but for other people uh, what if there is a data breach in, in the in the future and this data goes out i think uh, it can be quite uh, stressful to a lot of people because it's like identity theft right so, right yeah, that'll be a wake up call as well. I see somebody's commenting. I'm a little bit worried. Uh, once the tail emission from Monero kicks in, that it's going to take place in many. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's no, shouldn't be any concern about Monero's tail emission. Not sure what the concern is. Uh, I mean, that's something people don't realize too. Just supply. I mean, there's currently less Monero than Bitcoin. And uh, my understanding is there'll be less what up to like 2040 or something do you guys know what that that year number is when we actually start to pass bitcoin in terms of amount of monero on the market i think it's 2040 yes yeah around 2040 so that's kind of a you know people see tail emission they instantly think there's just like an infinite amount of monero it's not like that guys <laughs> um <Is that> <laughs> Less Monero than Bitcoin, and there will be up until 2040. So, yes, and then uh, it just continues to, to leach out slowly over time. I'd rather be worried by that very small fixed amount of tail emission than being worried about who is going to secure the network after the mission stops. Yeah, I think that's that's the way I look at it as well. Obviously, I think it's it's intelligent way of looking at things. Especially if you care about the security of the network, which I think you should, it should be a top priority. <laughs> um, this is I, like the Monero Maxis competition. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Complain about the Maxis, but uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely a Maxi. <laughs> we have a few here in the room. What are his other? He's throwing out a lot of comments here. Uh, yeah, you should have jumped up on stage, man, Federico. CBDCs, yeah, I think things like CBDCs will push people into Monero. That's a good point. We've had that conversation on here before. You know, that's going to happen. We're, we're going to see that CBDCs. You know, China's already working on it. They're basically it's already, it's already. I think they're already testing it. Right. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen here too. Things like that, I think, will open people's eyes to to Monero. One hundred percent. That's going to be one of those turning points. Guys, I'm gonna. I'm ready to wrap it up. Yep. Let's do I that. I just oh. have a quick, quick, quick announcement. Very short announcement. Drum roll. Yes. No, no, it's small announcement. But, but the first, the first feature that we got funded via the funding.moneruyo.app website, which was the support for onion domain onion nodes. Moneruyo already worked over Tor with Orbot in, on Android. But it was it was missing the possibility of you for you to connect to nodes that were on on Tor, right? Before that, you just routing the, the traffic through through Tor, but connecting to regular nodes. And now 
it got funded and and we are working on it and we are, it's working it's working we are testing it out so expect it to be released very 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 soon that's so, awesome to hear awesome so it's crazy because it actually works it actually <laughs> works you can connect to, yeah I, I know that mike here has some issues with tor i'm just letting people know tor works like crap i mean it's very well, slow yeah it's just slow right for something it's like slow. this yeah it's not it's not ideal to do a live call that's kind of why i jumped off of it i love it though but not for stuff yeah. like this that's why i saw your tweet the other day and i thought that was pretty cool you're like my my uh nodes sinking to over tour while i'm picking up my daughter yeah totally <laughs> it was totally right i was trying to to it was actually that's, that was the case i was trying it out on a version that it worked even worse than the one that we have now so this works better and it took so long that i just had to take the keys from school so i just put it in my pocket went there and when i finished it was like yeah it synced it worked <laughs> so it actually works do you have an eta on that or, or any idea? Very, very soon, like in a matter of... <coughs> no, really, 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 really soon. I don't know if it's today, tomorrow, or in three days, but it's it's basically almost done. Glad to hear. How, uh, how fast does the F-Troid repo update compared to the Android version? Is it the same? Yeah, supposedly it's, we just release everything at the same time. Cool, cool. And it's of course, it's going to be on the beta channel uh, in the beginning. So can people try it out and don't panic if they see something changing. Awesome. Look forward to that. Awesome, man. Faster. I have more news. <laughs> M2049er says faster. <laughs> so I think he means like sooner than three days. How about uh, Sidekick? Did you guys get Are you close to getting full funding there? What's going on? With yeah, the we are looking for a couple of ways to fund this, this thing if they want to. But the thing with Psychic is, one, it's great. Two, it works. <laughs> right? So it's not vaporware or something. We know it works. We mm. try it out. It looks like shit. There's a lot of things to iron out, but we, we managed to make it work. So the, the, the proof of concept is there. It's already made. But it really takes a lot. It's going to take a lot of time, especially hours of coding. That's why the funding is there. Okay. And people in the Monerio <laughs> group has other jobs <laughs> to take care of their families as well. So if you yeah, want yeah, us to person. take a couple of months out of work and work on this, that's the thing that's going to take. Guys, throw Otherwise, we are just working on the things that got funded first. The next one that already got funded, I think, was uh, Onion Support. And the other one was uh, the support for the... Um, the Monero seeds with the extra offset passphrase, the extra the extra word, which is cool. I think Feather Waller uses that already, uh, which means that if you create a new wallet and you you can get one of the news the new seeds, that seed has an extra word that features the block height. So when you restore it again, you don't have to remember which time you created it, or you perhaps you you enter a date that is wrong that is too new, or you don't see some transactions appearing in your wallet and you think your money is, is lost or something. So that is very useful. That is, that's a, that's a good feature. Is the sidekick is. feature the hardware wallet on the yes. phone? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a semi-hardware wallet on an Android phone. Yeah. And like that, that. Is, that is, that, that should work. I mean, 
from the from the wallace perspective from the monorigio side it looks just like a ledger so any other wallet that want to integrate that after we make it work can can do so. of course it's, everything is open source and you can even mm -hmm. copy the whole thing but it should be interoperable with other wallets it's, it just looks like a, like a ledger from from the wallet side look forward to it yep excited to see that um everybody thank you andreas thank you for jumping on thank you Mike, Mike, thank you for jumping on. I'll follow up with you. Let's Yeah, uh, yeah, I appreciate talking to you guys. Monero Andreas, miner. Appreciate no. meeting you, man. I'm going to I'm going to order that Monero miner from you, Mike. We'll, we'll Oh yeah. Talk yeah, on. we'll talk. Uh, a fungible man. Thank you for the price report this week and thanks for joining in on on the general discussion. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it. My pleasure. All right, guys. Yeah, let's see what Chris made. One last count. CBDC is already up and running in Guadalajara, province of Mexico. Wow. Okay. Mm, testing them there. I know they're popping up elsewhere, all around the world. They're being tested. Yeah, guys, it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us, everyone tuned in. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. Make sure to get your tickets before the price goes up. Monerotopia.com. And yeah. Thank you, guys. Ciao. Have a good Adios. weekend. Have a good weekend. Thanks, guys. Adios. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Later. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to monerotalk.live slash subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we are always happy to read them. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being back next week. <laughs>